This is the Yes We Canada podcast, the progressive's guide to getting the fuck out. This episode, we love you. Now, go home. Go on. Scoot. Come on. Hey, I'm Matt Zimbel in Montreal. When Black Lives Matter, Antifa, and the FBI got together to plan their attack on the Capitol building slated for January 6, 2021, they decided to meet at an Applebee's just outside Washington, D.C. in Bethesda, Maryland. What can I get you, fellas? But the first item on the agenda caused a, a bit of a rift in this little insurrectionist joint venture. FBI Special Agent Luke Skoretsky. To fly a false flag, the first thing we need to do is buy a lot of Trump merch. The brother said the revolution won't be televised, but I still ain't wearing that cracker bullshit. That shit is just lame. Uh, we're like Antifa man? Like, we don't have any money because we're anarchists. We don't, like, believe in money. So you can see an awkward collaboration. <laughs> We muster at the rotunda at 1,300 hours. Antifa, you scale the West inaugural scaffolds. BLM, you're on the crypt. 1302, gallows in place. Activate bear spray. Don't forget the zip ties and TP. Yeah, really awkward collaboration because none of that shit actually happened. And yet, and yet, there are conservative Trump supporters in the United States of America, including the Fox Fiction News Network, who insist to this day that all those white people in Trump gear with bear spray and baseball bats beating the living crap out of the men and women in blue they purport to love were actually members of Black Lives Matter, working in concert with Antifa and the FBI to change the electoral results and keep Trump in power. <laughs> Just, I can't believe it. Oh, Republican Congressman Andrew S. Clyde from Georgia's 9th District suggested that the insurrection was far less serious than it had been portrayed. You know, if you didn't know the TV footage was a video from January the 6th, you would actually think it was a normal tourist visit. Okay, America, I have a question. Why are your tourists so angry? Is it that difficult to find parking close to the Capitol building? Did they run out of Capitol Hill snow domes in the gift shop? They've got the gallows set upside this Capitol building. It's time to start fucking using them. Right from the start, it was zero threat. Look, uh, they went in. Uh, they shouldn't have done it. Uh, some of them went in, and they're they're hugging and kissing the police and the guards. You know, they they had great relationships. Sound like hugging and kissing to you? Well, Donald Trump is widely known as an exceptionally talented lover. And when you're a star, they let you do it. You can do anything. Grab him by the pussy. So I guess on the right, hugging and kissing is the new hope and prayers. Deplorables, you have now become delusionals. And when you had a tough time selling the triumvirate attack of Antifa, Black Lives Matter, and the FBI, you pivoted to your normal tourist visit narrative, which also turned out to be troublesome because of the avalanche of video showing your Trump-clad tourists beating cops like bloodthirsty barbarians. So you pivoted yet again 
and started calling your insurrection, and here I quote, legitimate political discourse. Discourse? Of course. Now, if you're a fact-based person, I think we can all agree on this one. The right ain't right. It was not a regular tourist visit with hugs and kisses and legitimate political discourse that killed five people and sent 130 cops to the hospital, many with very serious injuries. It was not the peaceful transition of power called for in the Patriots' most adored document, the Constitution of the United States of America. What was it? It was a loser's last gasp. And I say this reluctantly. It was the white trash rebellion of 2021. As an American urban progressive now living in Canada, I'll be the first to admit that we're often accused of being smug, self-righteous snowflakes by the right, and they ain't wrong. But if you're flying the pro-slavery Confederate flag in the rotunda of the Capitol, something that did not even happen during the Civil War, if you're calling the black men and women in blue the N-word, if you're crushing cops in doorways, if you're taking a dump in the marble hallway of the Capitol and you're white, then you're not a patriot or a protester. You're white trash. Look, I get your anger and frustration. I know the good-paying jobs in manufacturing have been exported abroad in honor of the almighty Yankee dollar. Small towns are gutted because corporate greed dictates that every quarter has to be more profitable than the last, no matter what the cost to our communities. I think you call that America. I get that the Rockwell painting of your republic that lives on only in your imagination is under threat from the unwashed hordes of immigrants showing up on your shores. I get that Americans have a long and sacred tradition of being pricks to immigrants. Hey Muslims, sorry to tell you this, but you're not special. You're just another target in the ever-changing scope of American bigotry and ignorance. The Italians, the Irish, the Jews, the Mexicans, the Chinese, all veterans of made-in-America bigotry. In fact, we were pricks to the indigenous peoples when we were the fucking immigrants. And who do you think created the conditions of poverty in South and Central America that fuel the illegal immigrant and refugee crisis along your southern border? Yep, y'all. Your United Fruit Company, your American Rubber Barons, and your Central Intelligence Agency. And ask yourself, who financed the drug cartels? Why, that would be the American cocaine consumer. Best customer in the world. Look, I get that you love your country but hate your government. And the shopping list of atrocities by politicians is long. The opioid crisis was propagated by lying, cheating, greedy white people. And the government, both Republican and Democrat, did nothing to stop them until it was too late. The slime bags on Wall Street made us hold the bag of slime when they got off scot-free with their repulsive bonuses during the 2008 financial crisis. A crisis of their own making. If it's good for the markets, it's good for the country. It's the American way. The local government in Flint knew their water was toxic and did nothing. Mm. Mm. Hopes and prayers, y'all. And it all comes down to greed. 
So yeah, I get your pain. And again, just to be super clear here, Canada is no international Boy Scout. Some of our mining companies would make the United Fruit Company look like an international aid organization. Of course, we think we're better than you, but we're not. My dear delusionals, the point is, yes, you rightly have grievances, many. But did Trump build your wall and get the Mexicans to pay for it? Did he, as promised, get Congress or the Supreme Court to kill Obamacare and build you the best health care system in the world? Did he get you a decent tax break if you were not already a gazillionaire? Did he do anything to slow climate change as forest fires burned at your front door and your basement flooded? Well, he certainly did change the balance of power on the Supreme Court, so you might be able to overturn Roe versus Wade and finally practice your firm belief in the right to life. And uh, just a quick question here. How can you be pro-life, but also pro-gun, pro-war, pro-capital punishment, and anti-vax? Really? I mean, say it like it is. You're not pro-life. You're pro-fetus. But hey, I refuse to be entirely negative about Republicans, which is what we progressive snowflakes are always accused of. Republicans are wonderful at arts and crafts. What you building, Festus? A gallows. For what? Going to hang the vice president. So bitch. When I saw this on TV, I was confused. It sounded like the protesters were chanting, hang my pants, hang my pants. But when I looked at them, they didn't strike me as that satorially inclined. Although some of their tactical wear for all occasions looked pretty cool. And just like the entire Pentagon misjudged the Taliban in Afghanistan, the Capitol Hill police utterly misjudged white rage. Can I speak to Pelosi? Yeah, we're coming, bitch! Oh, my bitch, we're coming for you too! And yet, it couldn't have been a surprise to know that angry white people would show up on January 6th when their president told them to muster at the Capitol. Yep, before Trump was banned for life from Twitter on December 19th, 2021, he tweet-vited his adoring fans to Washington. Be there! It'll be wild! You know what it's like in the morning. Roll out of bed and try and decide what to wear to work. Hmm. What should I wear to the revolution? Well, on the morning of January 6th, when the Capitol Hill police had been warned about the impending threat of angry white people marching on Capitol Hill, the cops decided to wear their comfy colors, basically the law enforcement version of leisure wear. <sighs> Which was not at all their sartorial choice for the peaceful Black Lives Matter demonstrations in Washington on June 1st, 2020, when our boys, normally cloaked in blue, rocked their military body armor for all occasions their night vision goggles, and their tactical vests. Mounted police have been coming down the street. You're going to see them in the frame now using flashbangs in front of them and mounted police to clear what has been an entirely peaceful protest. Not 98%, not 99%, but 100% peaceful protest here today. And then All dressed up and no place to go, 
They moved in violently on peaceful protesters in Lafayette Park in front of the White House so that President Trump could walk across the park with a couple of generals, Ivanka, Jared, his attorney general, and a few other flunkies for a photo op holding a Bible upside down in front of a church he wasn't invited to. Proving yet again, it may take cunning to become a despot, but it doesn't require a very intelligent individual, especially when your own Department of Justice calls you individual number one. Regular tourist visit, y'all, for some legitimate political discourse. In 2021, according to the Washington police chief, there were 9,600 verifiable threats against members of Congress. Okay, math time, people. There are 330 million citizens in the United States, 434 million guns, multiplied by 9,600 verifiable threats, divided by 541 members of Congress. What? Me worry? Um, we've got multiple, multiple, multiple calls. They have not called us for assistance. I'm assuming they're quite 10-6 at this point. Uh, we've been informed Gabrielle Giffords is involved. Just ask Democrat Gabby Giffords, former congresswoman of Arizona's 8th District, who in 2011 narrowly survived being shot in the head by a crazed constituent at a mass shooting he hosted in the parking lot of a Tucson Safeway. Six others were not so lucky. Dwindle, where he's at? Dwindle, where he's at? He's behind home plate. You call I assume people have been calling 911 already. In 2017, Republican Steve Scalise from Louisiana's first district, the minority whip in Congress, was shot in the hip by a left-wing crazy at a congressional baseball game. Congressman Scalise almost died a couple of times, spent months in the hospital, then months in rehab, and emerged from the experience with his Republican dogma intact. Loving the NRA and hating the homos. Good work, Steve. There's nothing Brady Bill about you, my man. No amount of personal pain or hardship will shift you from your ridiculous positions. Even a left-wing crazy who almost frickin' killed you would not inspire you to perhaps, maybe... Just tighten gun control regulations around background checks. Like background checks, dude. Really? No? Okay, then. These are the kind of impassioned beliefs that we look for in our assholes. I mean, Republican congressmen from New Orleans. And speaking of assholes. Me? I'm a patriot. I'm going to Congress because I give a shit. <sighs> <sighs> Hey, Patriot, you couldn't lend a fellow Patriot some TP, could you? During their Capitol Hill tourist visit with a side order of legitimate political discourse, our Patriots actually defecated, um, shat, in the halls of Congress. As a result of the January 6th insurrection, more than 725 people have been arrested and charged with various crimes from trespassing to sedition, from constructing a gallows without a gallows permit, to public defecation in the bowels of Congress. Our friends on the right now consider them political prisoners. And where was President Trump during the three hours plus of the riot? Well, he was on executive time at the White House, doing absolutely nothing to stop the violence hemorrhaging on Capitol Hill. 
A far cry from his stance on June 1, 2020, during a peaceful Black Lives Matter demo in front of the White House, when Trump told governors during a conference call how to handle protesters around the U.S. These are terrorists. They're looking to do bad things to our country. They're going to run over you. You're going to look like a bunch of jerks. You have to arrest people, and you have to try people. And they have to go to jail for long periods of time. The democracy burns. People are dying in the riot just blocks from the White House. And where is the commander-in-chief? The president who swore an oath to defend the Constitution? Well, he's AWOL. Until five people had been killed and more than 130 injured at the riot, he emerged from the White House and said, So go home. We love you. You're very special. You've seen what happens. You see the way others are treated that are so bad and so evil. I know how you feel. But go home and go home in peace. We love you. Go home. And now Trump has pledged to pardon the members of the White Trash Rebellion when he is re-re-elected in 2024. Which is when you, my progressive friends, will load your Subaru hybrids and promptly move to Canada. Welcome. Bienvenue au Canada, eh? He's in Hey, good day. Welcome to the Great White North. I'm Bob McKenzie. This is my brother, Doug. Are you here on a normal tourist visit for some legitimate political discourse? 